this is fantastic pings and how we hide them i'm not chris and i'm not karina but we're here together as usual for more fun times and, and shenanigans i'm here too jen's here she's gonna join us for the fun times uh what are we talking today today we're talking about the fun of uh med withdrawals mm -hmm. but not in the context of abuse but in the context of pharmacy delinquency or you've run out or a provider had to approve it and they went on vacation or, yeah, or prior authorization your prior auth doesn't go through for a month yeah or oh. you know you take adderall there's none of that anywhere to be found nope anywhere at all mm -mm. it's great but yes but first if this is your very first time joining us welcome um this is our sibling duo podcast slash youtube channel about life with chronic and invisible illnesses and conditions mm -hmm. where can they find us uh you can listen to us on spotify audible uh youtube you can watch us if you want to join in there yep um we're TikTok. on most platforms yep and we do have a great TikTok for as long as it's around it might be banned soon so yep. who knows they'll know. be turning into youtube shorts <laughs> It'll, it'll go somewhere yeah <laughs> they'll they'll figure it out <laughs> make a whole new one mm -hmm. but yes um and then if you want to join the conversation you can uh join our discord link is in the description um or you can always leave us a comment here mm -hmm. you can also find us on facebook we don't check it as often but you can get get a hold of us for longer messages there yeah which is great so oh yes. as far as the discord goes we do lives. Yes. I am on Friday night and Saturday mornings, mountain time. We do lives so that yep. you can join in. And we do a lot of goofing around. We talk about what's going on with our weeks. Yep. And then we do uh, episode planning. So if you have a suggestion or have questions about something. Yes. That's the place to go. It's perfect. And they're very supportive. If you have they're problems wonderful. in general. We talk so much about how much we adore our community. But we really do. And they're just darling people mm -hmm. who are super supportive of everybody through everything because the whole goal of this show in general is to expose the suffering in the world so that we can see each other and we don't have to suffer alone yep have better support and a better understanding which is great so but before all that and our topic of the week it is time for the weekly recap check in pow, pow. uh what did you call this earlier time for the recheck no i, I can't even tell you it wasn't that it was the uh the checkpoint this oh is no like our, just, our that was the check the that week. was what i said afterwards was the, yes. the checkpoint yeah checkpoint yeah this is our weekly save so when we fail this week or get a game over we just come back to here yeah and relive our week you want to go first yeah <laughs> and how and how let's see um trying to think of what we did we meet up on sunday i feel like I we saw each other you. earlier in the week too yeah. so i think i saw you monday monday yeah and then again on wednesday yep yeah. okay so i spent most of my time in recovery yeah like recovering from spoon debt because even on saturday like i i took my meds so i was there but it took a lot out of me like I had no spoons. I was using spoons that didn't exist. They were all dark matter and hyperbole and hyperbole. Like, are these are these spoons? They're exaggerated spoons. It's like ah no, they're not there. There's nothing. You're lying to yourself. It's like when you buy something 
and the picture shows you like what it looks like <laughs> yeah. and then it comes and it's miniature it's yeah yeah that's what happens that was my spoons. spoons so i tried <laughs> yeah. i spent a lot of time with the kids this week which is nice mm. sophie especially she's been having some just general dramas and feeling the feels yeah you know like teenagers being she, a kid in middle school well she's aware yes she she comes in and talks to me and she's like i'm sad and i don't know why i think i'm just sad and i was Aww. like that's okay you can just be sad it's okay yeah we had a rough week her and i though yeah. she kept bombarding me in the afternoons with just negativity <laughs> and i was in a bad mood she's got the angst she does i was like i'm sick still and i'm just dealing with a manic low this week at the same mm -hmm. time and she kept coming in and she's an extroverted angster she yes. is she wants to share and i was okay with that but then it got to the point where i was like okay we've had the conversation what do you want to do now and she listed off everything in the world that she didn't have that she wanted oh my god i was like do you want to watch tv or do you not want to watch tv with me and she was like i want a manicure i want money i want a dad who can do more stuff i want oh. and i was like just going off and off and off and i was like I get that you're upset, but I can't help you with any of those. <laughs> I wanted to know if you wanted to watch TV with me. Yeah. Oh, man. But, you know, she left and then came back. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I realized I was a bit much. And I was like, yeah, it's all good. Poor kid. It's all those hormones. Oh, it is. It's and she, time. she is victim to them and she knows it. Yeah. She At least she's not like mysteriously mad. And, like yeah. something made me mad. She's like, no, I there's nothing behind this. I'm yeah. just. I'm just feeling feelings. Yeah. My brain and body are test driving feelings. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And then we got together on Thursday, Friday. I don't know what day. Yeah, we got together on Thursday yeah. to do the the grant. We applied oh, for our right. first professional outing yeah. as a podcast. Yeah. Um, this grant was okay. This grant was suggested to us by um, Creek Crystal by Crystal. I, yeah. I believe it's Crystal. If we got it wrong, sorry guys. Yeah, it was, it was either Krieg or Crystal. I can't remember who. Um, the K just pops into my brain right right there. Yeah. Um, but it offers up to $10,000 to help small disabled podcasters. Yeah. Well, not just podcasters. It's like yeah. other fields. Oh, but... yeah. They have a bunch. But they're like specific ones for different yeah. fields. So like disabled writing mm -hmm. writers was one. Yeah. So. And yeah. what's cool is that. It they, it brings a networking like mm -hmm. opportunity like we could meet other podcasters with similar yeah. situations and exactly which will be really really cool because we are at this point where we would like to expand a little bit mm -hmm. and do more. Well, the biggest thing I saw on there that got me hyped was that they do mentorships. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, which is oh, we so have a cool. base skill set, but now we need to like get mentored into advanced stuff. Right, like marketing. <laughs> Mercury. <laughs> how do we sell ourselves i don't know that sounds terrible i sell myself you know short I mean. i'm too tall <laughs> get it? that was know. awful you laughed i'm upset that i laughed <laughs> anything else um we did our lives yeah and they were really good we yeah. had lots of people visit thanks guys yeah that was really fun it's really nice to see Both everybody of them are just oh i love it every time we end a live i'm like that was good. Mm -hmm. I feel I feel good. I'm happy and content about that. Well, and from what we've heard, people enjoy it too. Yes. Like it's a it's a good place to go and just hang out and unwind and yeah. Oh my god, someone was like, I look forward to these literally all week, and we were like, uh, Yeah, like well, we I love mean, you, but stop being so nice. <laughs> that's our vibe too, though. Yeah. Like we're like, oh, it's coming. It's almost the weekend. Yeah. Let's go. Yes. That's that's what gets me through my weeks. Mm -hmm. Is like, oh, the podcast is coming up. It'll be fine. Yeah. But yeah. So my week was interesting. 
Um, I feel so much better than I did last Friday. I was just mowed over. It was bad. Um, I'm trying to think. So I'm on spring break for another day. So tomorrow. And then I got to go back to work. Um, but we're heading into the last quarter, which is good. So yeah. Summer will be here soon and we will do stuff. We will not be defeated by pots. No. We will chug water like it's our job. Yes. <laughs> also, I think it's worth mentioning that you took this break better than any break you've had in the last two years. Yeah. Like you actually are definitely not feeling as wiped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I can tell the difference from di- like beginning. I slept so much. That's good, though. Yeah. I was in so much spoon debt. Like I... Any, any opportunity i think i had like two different wake-ups every day yeah so i would wake up at like between i don't know 7 30 and 9 and then take care of the dogs go to the bathroom like have a cigarette do whatever and then go back to the bed and fall asleep for another like two hours ish yeah well and like like every other time we've gotten to this day yeah it's usually lamenting that it's coming to an yeah. end and you're exhausted yeah. almost more tired than the week started mm-hmm. So, like, I'm really excited that you got a break that was a break for once. Oh, my God. I didn't do anything on Wednesday. I did very little on Thursday, but Mm -hmm. we hung out on Thursday, so that was good. Yeah. But, yeah, I did a lot of sleeping and some cleaning, and so that felt really good to have my house back in some kind of order and kind of set up for my husband because he's going on break this Yeah, he gets that. That's when my kids are on break. Yeah. So we have different breaks, which actually I think works fine because – that way you get your own alone time each. Exactly. And then you get like to hang out in the and evening. And that is so recharging for me. I'm like, I need to be alone. I mm-hmm. need to like process my feelings and my thoughts and like work through stuff. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, it feels pretty good. And then I had my ankle appointment mm. on Monday. And we're not doing surgery. <laughs> he was like, you're very stretchy, um, which is preventing a lot of damage. Yeah. And it sucks that you roll your ankles a lot. And I don't know what you're talking about when your heel dislocates. That's weird. Keep me in the loop. But we're not doing surgery. Well, I'm being told that you'll age out of it, too, is a bummer. That was a bummer. That made me so upset. He was like, well, people tend to like be less um, elastic when they age up. So from like 30 onward. And I was like, oh, we've moved from you're too young to, oh, you're 30. It'll get better as you get older. Yeah. That's our new. <laughs> Nothing in between. New tag. What? What is the correct age to get help? Dunno. Never. So ankles are off the table. We just have to survive and do what I can do. Until they get worse or exactly. go away. We're just going to cut them off. It'll be fine. Jesus. But yeah, so that's that's a bummer, but it wasn't the end of the world. Um, we had a couple, like, we had snow this We did. Week. And the I day before <laughs> that, I was just fried Mm -hmm. like the fatigue was so bad i couldn't get up but yeah there were some potsy days in there too yeah well we had to end the friday early our life yeah oh man i was dying you were dying yeah so that was two things on friday we discovered was one candle bad not good allergic to candle really loved the smell of candle but like halfway through the live i'm sitting there and i'm like I think I'm allergic to your candle. And he goes, I think I'm allergic to the candle. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, I definitely feel better today compared to yesterday. Yeah. And my 
my sinuses aren't acting up and I'm not I'm still squ- I mean pretty scratchy in my throat but look at my MCAS everyone red. this is my MCAS I'm gonna swell up today yeah and then, and then shed all this is gonna peel off and mm-hmm. it's gonna suck and itch and be horrible but we keep it real around here yeah and that's why I'm not wearing makeup because I wanted you to see me turn into a tomato that was a subtle dig at me ha huh? no it wasn't <laughs> it was a dig no, at me because I was almost like maybe we should just put a Do foundation on maybe just cover it a little bit no he makes you a color real quick it's fine <laughs> we could but, but yeah no we uh candle was bad yeah so i'm still all scratchy through my throat and just the upper part of my chest but it was it was fun and mcas was really bad i have a spot on my eyelid that's like it looks like a stretch mark almost from where it was swollen because when yeah. my skin swells and that the skin is so fragile down here um, I also have a black eye, by the way. That's fun. But the skin is so fragile that when it stretches out, it gets really upset and mm. like shrink wraps yeah. <laughs> after the swelling goes down. So I have that going on under my eye and on my like eyelid. Cool stuff. Yeah. So fun. But yeah. And then my, oh yeah, my medication was delayed. Mm-hmm. And I had to figure that out. And then it was just a pain in the butt because like, She's out of town, and this has happened so many times. And if you watched last episode, you know we've already talked about like the frustration of I need this thing in in this time frame, and you're on vacation and no one else can help me. What? Right. What? But I think they're learning because when I emailed, um, I got back a message saying that they're setting up my yearly review, and then to go do do a UA. But then they pushed it through to whatever on-call provider was there. And they finally approved it. But it's always a process. And it's frustrating because then you're like, how long have we been doing this? And I still feel like I'm doing something wrong. Oh, yeah. Or I feel like nobody's listening when I run out. And they're just like, you're fine. (laughs) Or like, if you're not fine, if you run out, then that's a, a sign that you're bad. Yeah. The only time I've ever seen anybody have any sort of urgency with meds <coughs> was David. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about pain meds. It was about the Cymbalta or the other antidepressant that I'm on. Yeah. When I run out, when so- you run out of that, you go through severe withdrawal mm-hmm. and you have major depression. Like people have like go to suicidality really yeah. quick. Yeah. Which is without it. Scary. So he he's said more than once that if I'm ever low, let him know right away and he'll Good. he'll fill it like we'll do an on-call he'll fill it good but i mean that's what we're talking about today yeah. is like even with pain meds mm-hmm. he's good about it david's he's wonderful you fantastic found the best guy yeah no he would he would easily like bend over backwards to help me if i needed yeah. to like awesome. i needed to fill a day early last time because we had a trip yeah and he was like okay yep. no biggie yeah and he trusts us i mean we've built that relationship right. over years well and that's the important thing is like finding someone you can build that relationship with yeah it's challenging. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think this slides into the coping with being out of medication um, or medication withdrawal in general. And I think you have more, more like dude, schema. Dude, every month I'm this. missing AMED. Yeah. Every month it seems like because so-and-so will fill one and then the next one's not ready or insurance is pending or yeah, like, it used to be so much better. Cordant. I would just go once a month and I'd get all my stuff and then yeah. I'd be done. No, I hate that. Well, and I have it so much easier with Kaiser, but at the same time, I still have those ones where I'm like, I need this filled. And they're like, we need doctor approval. And that's going to take three days. Yep. 
and you're like, okay, but now I'm out. Mm-hmm. And then I've had I've had the pain specialist people be like, well, okay, so you want us to fill it like today or tomorrow? Why didn't you order it earlier? And I've had to be I like, can't. hello, if I order it earlier, I'm asking for a refill early. That's a thing I'm not supposed to do. Right. And so I literally wait until it's time or I very carefully specify in my request, like, hey, can we fill this on Friday? Right. That's that's how we do this. Mm-hmm. So it is not my fault that she went out of town. <laughs> and didn't have a plan. Yeah. <clears throat> like, it's not like she left her practice or what her like caseload with yeah. somebody or anything that just right. dropped. I'll be gone for a week and anyone who needs meds for the next week is Good just luck. SOL. And hopefully you can get sorted through because that's the other thing is like when they are not there you don't know who's going to be fielding them as oh totally and be like mm, uh, you don't need nothing You're mm-hmm. like, but i do thank you well what? and that could be one of those situations where like a technician or a nurse yeah. is left in, in, in charge of the load and they're left mm-hmm. with simple instructions that are like if they want this type of medication defer them till the, you know what i mean yeah yeah so they're just like oh automatically this goes away and not right like, Right. Because you don't know. Like, they're not in charge of you. Yep. They're just given basic instructions that have to apply to everybody. Right. Well, and they have to be careful about approving stuff. Exactly. They're like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm like, dude, I'm bi monthly. I'm not taking a lot. Can we please just be normal about this? Yeah. But I don't know. For you, it's a lot bigger, like on yeah. a much larger scale, I guess. Yeah. Well, I lose, I have things that I need. That I've gone out like, yeah, I'd ask Jen last night if I'm out of anxiety meds. And apparently I was because I've been oh, just no. feeling weirdly anxious. Oh, just out of nowhere, like panic yeah. attacky. And I haven't felt that way in a long time. So it hit me weird. Yeah, it, it, it has been a minute since panic attack right. times and nothing triggered it. I was just doing my own thing last night. It was like yeah. early in the morning. Couldn't sleep. And then I was just like, oh, no, ran upstairs, sat down, oh, started grounding. No. And I was like, why am I like? Right. What is making me and and I asked her. She said she said that I'm out of one of them. So great. So sometimes so like I can run out and I don't have withdrawals. I just have symptoms again. Yeah. Other times you notice. Yeah. Like stopping gabapentin. Yes. Cold turkey. Uh-huh. Not fun. Yeah. Cymbalta. Not fun. Um. I've never had to stop Cymbalta cold, cold turkey, but oh. I've heard I've heard horror stories. Oh. I think our little brother had the same thing happened mm-hmm. with the Cymbalta stoppage. Right. Well, and it's it's weird, too, because like different things give you different like withdrawal symptoms. Like normally yeah. the the base, the basic gist is always it's flu like. Right. Like you're going to be sweating. You're going to have uh-huh. like you're going to have aches and pains everywhere. Your body's going to be mad. They don't usually talk about the mental stuff. Yeah. Because it's a mental struggle. Where, oh, my God. And, and knowing you're out and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm is just so frustrating right because you're like i'm at the mercy of people who are supposed to be helping me and i don't feel like anyone's helping me well yeah like here's the breakdown of like the order of operations of it. like you run out you find out you're you're out and then you try to fill like yeah. you're normal yep. something happens and you can't right right next like hour is me thinking of ways to like get a hold of my doctor mm-hmm. get a hold of a pharmacy let them know that i'm missing mm-hmm. something that's not like controlled yeah because I can wait for controlled meds. That doesn't bother me. Right. Well, and you used to be able to do like a partial fill. Mm-hmm. Especially because there's, there's been times where they're like, oh, we don't have that medication. Right. And you're like, okay, can we, like, they're like, oh, we don't have enough to fill it. We're waiting. It'll be here on Tuesday, whatever. Right. And you're like, can we do enough to get to that point? Right. And it used to be you could. Mm-hmm. 
But now for you, it's like if you fill, you fill. Mm -hmm. And that's what they are counting. Right, because everything's monitored. They're they're just strict. They have to be. It's just it doesn't make room for things like that where you're like, Mm -hmm. I need to make it until I can fill. (laughs) Right. Well, that's the thing. Like, so so you spend your time trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. It's like panic almost. But for us, it's more maladaptive daydreaming. It's that. Right. How many ideas can I get through? How, How what's the. What's the most amenable way to get there? Right. Without like bothering people because you don't want to like upset someone along the way because that's going to make things worse. Right. And you're not being unreasonable. You're asking for a thing that you need. Yeah. So like I usually spend like one or two hours just freaking out internally, not like having right, a full right. meltdown, but like no, how, but you're how, like, how, how, how do I get a hold of that? How do I do find I a way some? to or does somebody I know have some? Because here's the thing with our like medical background and even with how short mine is because mm-hmm. thinking about it it's been five years yeah for me yeah five years since like starting medications as a whole but <laughs> when you run out you're like how do i figure this out how do i like make room for something here but and and then it's the sorry I've, I've lost my train of thought and then i found she it found again it. it's man um but then you have to think like does anybody i know have some right. because especially the two of us we don't discard medication necessarily mm-hmm. we just collect it yeah and then it goes into this like emergency <laughs> fund of medication yeah like it's nothing like illicit. No, we're not like hiding meth under my bed. Right. But no. like, but it's like I, I had have, a medication and then I stopped taking the medication. I have like four bottles of gabapentin and I need them. Yeah. Because you never know. Yeah. Like if, like okay, we so, did this actually a while back when I ran out of Lyrica. Yeah. And I was out of Lyrica for like three days. Mm-hmm. Three. And that's not days. one you want to go out. That's no. one of those harsh ones. And I was having like the zappies. And yep. That's not fun. And I had leftover Lyrica. No, it was Gav Gav Penson. But I was like, I will take it because it's the same thing anyway. It's fine. We're not morticians. Just keep that in mind. Right. But it was we we keep things for exactly those purposes now because you never know. Right. You never know what you're going to need when. Mm hmm. Uh, So, yeah, it's there's the like how to. uh And then at some point you're going to face the fact that there's no answer. Right. And then. I think a lot of people tend to panic more and like freak out and get angry or mm-hmm. like start down the spiral at that point. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, there's nothing I can do. It's out of my hands. Yes, exactly. I have to let it be. And then my focus goes to how can I make myself most comfortable? Yep. And what am I like? Where do I want to be when this is going on? Yes. Well, because it's like you you basically just brace for the storm. Yeah. Right? You oh, can, yeah. Like, it's hunker total down crap. and you're like. Okay, this is going to suck. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. I, I guess we're going to like do these things to try to make up for the lack of that mm-hmm. or to soften the withdrawal. And you have a lot of experience with, with withdrawal in general for different I, things. I just be, Especially since I react so badly to most meds. Yeah. So to find meds that my body does like and then take them away yes. is almost the same as starting up a new medication that your body hates. That's so rough. Mm-hmm. So... For me, like I did this this week with the, that anxiety med that I mm-hmm. apparently didn't know. And what's funny is most of the time is I don't know that I'm out of meds because Jen does my planner. Yeah. And then 
sometimes we just can't find a bottle. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it gets mis- misplaced. Right. We're out. You just like missed one. Um, you weren't paying attention when you were just, like giving them out. Right. Yeah. So like, even without knowing that I'm missing stuff, I know. You know, it's not psychosomatic. It's not like, oh no, I know that I'm out of this, so now I'm gonna feel bad. Right. It's the reality is you feel like crap, and now you're gonna figure out why. Yeah. But I like to hydrate like a mad person. Interesting. I don't know why, but hydration helps so much. Huh. Because if you're if you're going through it, yeah, and you're not hydrated, and you're like you're going through hot flashes, right? Like you have oh, hot, cold yeah. sweats. Okay, so you're like treating the symptoms with mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. One of the them <clears throat> is is water. Like that's my go-to. That makes sense. Jen's back. <clears throat> she back. can help me with this. So we were talking about um, like what what happens when you run out of medication. So you spend that first little while in the like, oh, okay, how is mm-hmm. there a way I can solve this? Um, and then it's either yes or no. Mm-hmm. And when it's no, what do you do? Yeah. So I was saying, um, like, there's a, there's a point where you spiral, right? Like out of the sea, there's, there's letting it happen because we know that we're not going to get meds. So it's like treatment. I hydrate. Jen usually makes sure that I have like Tylenol on board. Anything that helps with like diarrhea. Yeah, it's gross, but it, it'll happen. It's Your whole the reality system of it, will freak yeah. out. Um, and there's like a bunch of meds that she knows that I need, and we'll we'll get those ready. And then I curl up in the nest, and I try and find something comfortable to yeah. distract myself with, and just wait it out. Yeah. And usually, if I do that, it's not as bad. But there are times when like I'm alone during it, like Jen will be gone, and I don't know what I should be taking and I don't you know what I mean yeah. I just get overwhelmed well with then it all. you kind of fall into it's almost the panic attack realm exactly right? it's like it's yeah. like a prolonged withdrawal panic attack yeah because part of your brain like you there's two things here so one is when we're feeling icky we want we like to be by ourselves right mm-hmm. but when you are feeling dire <laughs> your your brain is like <laughs> You're going to die mm-hmm. if you're not near another human who can check on you and make sure that you're okay. Right. Because wait, maybe you're not okay. What's going on here? So ooh, there's that. And just having your comfort person in general when you're going through something that has no solution. Oh, yeah. And it's the panic of not functioning also. Yeah. Like with my lack of Adderall, it's such a stark difference mm-hmm. in how I function at work yeah. that... I am constantly keyed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good point. Yeah. What do you do then? Like, I know you have like stuff interim, but like on days that you don't have Adderall, do you prep for the storm? Like, you just have to be ready for it? Um, I try to have lots of caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. I try to have some comfort foods. And then a lot of it is old coping mechanisms from when I was a kid. Like, it's a lot of, yeah. like, Pre- catching myself and coaching myself. Yeah. Um, trying to catch the tangents and... Yeah, for you. Redirect. Forcing yeah. non-ADHD brain. That's Especially when so you're taxing. used to, like, having the medication that helps you do mm-hmm. the thing oh yeah it also helps my anxiety and stuff so yeah it, it's uh okay. yeah 
It's a spiral. Yeah. It is. Yeah. No joke. Like, it's just... yeah. Go on. Because there's, there's different coping skills, but I mean, I think for me, like, I do the same thing. I'm like, I go nest, <laughs> hunker down, doom scroll until it's over. <laughs> right. Or until I can go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are things that can help, but sometimes it's just well it's the inevitable it's it's an it's like you know you're gonna get sick yeah and you know that being up and around isn't gonna help Mm -hmm. and you're gonna feel like shit if you're out and about you're gonna feel worse right people are gonna see it you're gonna have to cope and i think there's something to be said about just letting it happen yeah because there there'll be times when i'm in it and i'm like you you kind of start building up that like fight it mentality like oh right oh here it comes and just I, I'll sit there and be like, no, just experience it. Let it happen. Like, this isn't forever. Right. That's helped so much being able to sit down and be like, okay, so this is what it's going to feel like for the next couple hours. Right. Well, and that's the thing. If you can catch yourself and remind your brain that, like, this isn't forever. Mm-hmm. This is going to stop at some point. We just have to go through it. We just are going to have to get through that part. Yeah. That's what we got to do. So, yeah, I think that self-talk aspect is really important because when you feel so awful, it's easy to associate that or assume that that means that something is dire Mm -hmm. or something is like really wrong. And that's where like the panic, especially for me comes in is the like, what if something is really actually super wrong? Right. But then, you know, it's like, no, you're just out of a medication. It'll be okay. I have the problem of, I went through severe, severe opiate withdrawals post back Mm. surgery. Yeah. Because I went from like high levels of morphine to nothing and back pain. Yeah. And then serious depressions. And then that feeling is now ingrained. It's a it's a memory. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I have that feeling again, like when I start feeling shitty, like flu-like, yeah. I get depressed. Yeah. Like I'm back in it instantly. Like I, I'll have no reasoning for it. I just, I'm in that, I'm back in that same mood. It's the learned. Uh, what is it? Uh... <sighs> oh, shoot. It's kind of a conditioned response. Something, something learning. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. It's like conditional learning. Or it something. is. But yeah, I I know what you're saying. Right. Like, you know, just because you're feeling mood-based, it. Mood-based. Mood-based learning. Mood-based learning. That's very go. much Ooh. it. Yeah. And, no, that makes sense. And I have to fight it extra hard because I know yeah. that's going to happen. So, like, I'll have a low and I'm manic anyways, right? So, if mm-hmm. I'm low, I'm going to have a manic low and then I'm going to be, like, PTSD low on top of that. Ooh. I can go from like perfectly fine to mental meltdown in like 30 minutes. That's that's intense. And mm-hmm. that's a big slide. It is. Oh God. And like when you're out of your um like mental health meds. Meds. Yeah. That's a big Holy. one. Holy. I, I hmm, that's the one where I start going, I'm really depressed. <laughs> Nothing matters. <laughs> I'm confused yeah. as to why I feel this. Oh, wait, you didn't take your medication. Or, oh, wait, you're out of that medication. Mm-hmm. Um, or other ones are like stomach meds. Oh, my God. And when the stomach meds are gone. <laughs> okay, so. Everything is horrible. I always forget that I have GERD. I never even write it down on like the things until yeah. I have pizza and I don't have a Meprazole. And then I have the world's worst GERD. Because it's like acid all over. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Oh. <laughs> I'll ask Jen. I'll be like, Jen, did I have a Meprazole today? She'll be like. No. Like, shit. <laughs> oh no. Or you get the belly burning. Oh. That one sucks. Where you're just like, ah, I'm gonna burn right through. Yeah, where it feels like there's lava in your wall. stomach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so bad. 
So we talked a little bit about like the how. Yeah. So caffeine, obviously fabulous. Yes. Uh, catching your self-talk. What are some other like coping skills? Oh God. That we could add to this list. Um, I usually try and find a, a distraction. Okay. Like in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm preoccupied with something, it's not as bad as sitting there thinking about it constantly. Yes. So there are like certain games I'll play. Like when things are really bad, I'll play Persona. Okay. That's why I've replayed it less lately because I've been bad, but I'll play the crap out of that game. <laughs> it takes all my mental acuity to do nothing. Um, or certain shows like I can watch. Yeah. Just like a hunt, comfort show? Yeah, hunt yeah. the dopamine. Be like, I, I know it makes yeah. me feel better. Without Adderall, if I need to focus on getting a task done, mm-hmm. I listen to music. Yes, so me I too. Yeah. Get less distracted. Mm-hmm. Or I turn things into like competitions with myself. Oh, nice. Or I'm like, I have a playlist. And I'm like, I am going to do this task in two songs. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm already working, so I get distracted, and then I have music, right. and then I'm in the flow. So it's funny how often we like I forget that music helps mm-hmm. so much. Helps so much. Oh, yeah. Stay and I tuned forget constantly. For our music review well, before the break like, and before the end. It was such a core coping mechanism before I realized it was a coping mechanism. I yeah. think that's true for all of us. Yeah. Right? Like, as a child, yeah. music was my go-to. Mm-hmm. That was how, like, emotional regulation took place. Mm-hmm. And then I can't, like, I can't stop thinking every single time I'm out of medication. <laughs> I think of Nick's conversation with me. And I'm like, what? Our friend Nick. Hmm. Oh, man. Can I tell it? Yeah. Okay. So, Jen had seen, saw Nick, <clears throat> like, not too long after you got back on the Adderall, right? Like, or was it a while after? I can't remember. Um... So it was like like a year after I started Adderall. Yeah. Yeah. And he he was having a conversation with her and <laughs> he uh he th- he's like <laughs> he he thought that Jen hated him oh, when no. they were younger because he would be talking and she would just say stuff out of the blue and like cut him off. <laughs> and he thought that was her going, "Oh, I guess you just I don't, don't want to hear this now." I don't care what you say. <laughs> yeah, I'm bored with what you're talking about. Right. We're oh, changing no. the subject. But, you know, having a conversation with her now is nothing yeah. like that because she, she can follow yeah. the conversation and stay on topic. Uh-huh. It's just really funny. That that's hilarious. He legit thought Jen hated him. Oh, that's so bad. All you were doing was introducing, like, similar <laughs> stories. You're doing that, the, the autism relate thing. Yeah, but, like, yeah, it happens at such a, such a rapid pace. Mm-hmm. Like, one time... Somebody was watching me have a conversation with my sister, mm-hmm. and we were jumping back and forth between oh, like yeah. five different yeah. topics. <laughs> and he was just like looking fascinated and a bit <laughs> horrified, just watching us talk uh-huh. and have five simultaneous conversations. No, you're not giving it the, the, the proper scope. You can't have a conversation <laughs> with a human being. Like, so the other day, I went to the store conversation one and then stuff will say oh yeah about the store i also think that and then we'll come down here to another tangent Uh be like oh did you know that those balloons are and then we'll come back (laughs) to the top conversation again and then you're way down here just every other sentence was not connected to anything before it it's like when you're texting but you're like behind on 
keeping up with the messages. Yeah. And so they don't look like they're right when they come in the bubbles. Yeah, but it's yeah. that but more impressive because they'll have this going on. They'll have a conversation a week later and they'll finish that conversation so weird. without bringing <laughs> it up. No context. Not like, oh, remember when we talked about this last week? Yeah. She'll just be like, oh, pillows. <laughs> and Steph will know. <laughs> Steph will just innately get it. And I'll be like, <laughs> that's amazing. Monsters. Oh it's an insane ability. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I'm like I can have conversations that wander all over the place and then circle back. Yeah. But I don't think I have like two no. different ones going on at the same time. No. A lot anyway. But yeah, no, Jesus. Music mm. is a big thing skill. Autism. Yeah, <laughs> autism. It's all that autism I've got going on. Yeah, music is huge. Mm-hmm. And and I always forget it too until I like in a bad I place know. and I put music on and then like oh this is good and you're like oh no I've got this or uh, there are other things I've started to do like changing especially when we're talking about like ADHD mm-hmm. for me it's really impactful and it always is because I am still using marijuana so I'm not on Adderall um, I'm an adult I'm twenty I'm over twenty one and I'm in a state where it's fine so shh you're fine shh. <laughs> No, it's fine. Um, but I'll ch- I'll do like a different playlist mm-hmm. for different tasks. Yeah, because it helps me to like mentally shift. That's Jen to a T. Oh, really? She has a playlist for everything. Nice. She even has one called "What's with all the f f f f f f f f f f f." Oh, I saw that because my playlists were like they they all had they start with that, yeah, yeah. I had the F yes for like my gaming playlist. Mm-hmm. I had full musicals. I had stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. So yeah. wasn't it Sophie that asked you what's with all the Fs, and then that became the title? Oh of yeah, one? yeah. And that's just like the the big mixture. But yeah, music huge. Yeah. Also taking the time to like step back, and and remember to take care of yourself. Yeah, because it's well, so self-care. easy to get bundled up yeah. and just shut down. Um, my favorite one is to like take a bath. Yeah, I almost did that last night, but I was so tired. Like I was not Ditto. doing okay. Yeah, it was not good. But usually, what happens if I go home and it's like earlier in the evening? Usually, like after seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but before bed, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'll run a bath and I'll soak for like an hour or so. Yeah. And I'll have music or I'll be on my phone while I'm doing it. And then that's a nice distraction. And then I can do movement and that helps. Yeah. But I should probably put movement on this list as well. Um, but going to sleep is so difficult when you're missing anything because you can feel yourself out of whack. Mm-hmm. And then you have sometimes you get the physical symptoms of being out of whack. And then you're like, I'm nauseous or my body is shaking. Well, and you get the amplification of sitting there and that's all you're thinking about. Right. Is that you don't feel well and how you're not going to not feel well. Like, right. Because then the brain is just like, oh, nothing else to focus on. Mm -hmm. Got it. Here we go. Yeah. So those nights, I I have to make a conscious decision. Either I'm going to attempt to sleep, which is like we're talking knockout meds. We're talking like ice pack, heat pack, whatever I need in the right spots. And trying to find a position that doesn't hurt, which is really hard mm-hmm. when I don't have some of my meds. My my arachnoiditis works yeah. out. And I can't lay down in any position and be comfortable. Yeah. It just all hurts in that one spot. Yeah. So on those nights, I usually decide I'm going to distract myself and stay up until I'm exhausted enough to like pass out. Right. 
like I have to I'm going to choose that because that's better than waiting around in pain and right well the longer you sit just in it Mm -hmm. and you don't do anything that's when like the self-pity kicks in oh I get angry and then exactly and then the anger about the situation and then the catastrophizing about the situation Mm -hmm. and then the future telling and then the burn it all down kicks in and then you're like I'll just never take meds for anything ever again I'm rage quitting my medical history like never seeing a doctor again because I can't count on them right like everybody hates me in my whole life (laughs) like Oh, I've been at that in. stage this week. Yeah. I need to call my doctor. Well, because so Walgreens has my prescription. Yeah. But because Adderall is a controlled substance, they can't send it to the Walgreens pharmacies that have the Adderall in stock. The doctor has to do it. But since it's been longer than three months since oh, I saw her last, I have to have an appointment with her to do it. This is this is exactly it. This is the worst. And this is why like people quit taking medications yeah it's what happened to our friend doggo yeah yeah or they just are like nope or like the making you have an appointment can be super detrimental to people who are like no i'm not going in to be seen and criticized Mm -hmm. for whatever whatever or i can't afford to go make a doctor's appointment or i can't leave work to make a doctor's appointment and then you can't have the thing that's been helping you because you need to have a doctor's appointment Mm -hmm. so there's just a lot of barriers to getting appropriate care and having consistently appropriate care. Right. The consistency is the problem. Like yeah. I've had totally flawless runs before. Right. It but... was honestly better during lockdown because they were more willing to do remote appointments yeah, for exactly. small stuff. Or mm-hmm. phone calls. Because I'm like, it need... doesn't take you 15 minutes to make a phone call. It literally, phone appointments are like five minutes tops. Mm-hmm why aren't we doing more of that? Like you need to see my face and then listen to my heart for a minute. Cause that's all you're doing. You're not checking anything. No. This one they will. Cause they, they do the good. Okay. He tests, but the what UA. I have to do oh, UAs oh, okay. for Adderall. I just did my UA for not Adderall, <laughs> <laughs> but I do mine every month. I don't have to. I'll know when my kidney's failing before I do. <laughs> That was my creatinine levels. I was like, oh, no, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to drink more water. Whoops. But I think it's like solution. You follow through and then plan for next time, right? Yeah. And then no solution. You're looking at coping skills. But I think there's also like there's more follow through stuff that we can do while using coping skills. Yeah. Because sending multiple emails, calling the offices. Right. Like those things eventually will hopefully get you to where you need oh, to totally, be. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, That's not like saying give up. You guys still got to be proactive, but right. you, you need to accept that in the moment you're not getting a fix today. Right. Yeah. Not today. Right. And uh, guess what? It's Friday and now we have to wait the weekend. Right. Because that's what happened to me and that was annoying. And you also have to be careful not to spam them. Yes. You know, like how every time you have a right. new thought, you're like, oh, what if this? And then you, yeah. you send another message and then there's a chain. Yeah. Well, and I had to be really careful about it this time because again like this is the third time this has happened and i know how it goes and so i basically sent an email that was like hey are you guys going to fill this or should i ask my other doctor to fill it Mm -hmm. there you go and that's when they were like um yeah we're gonna fill it (laughs) i was like thank you because before if you like asked to fill it they're like 
oh, so sorry. She's out of town. We do, we're going to wait on the, the other doctor who's picking up her caseload. But she's got a lot of messages ahead of yours. Mm-hmm. And um, make sure you like if you if you need stuff, make an appointment. But the appointments are a month out. So <laughs> one, they don't tell you when she's leaving. <gasps> Two, she doesn't make arrangements for when she's leaving town. Right. And three, if you do that, you get in trouble. Yeah. There's no winning. Yeah. There's just, there's a lot of red tape, and especially with things that are, like, controlled. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, the last appointment that I had. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? Well, so I was taking these caffeine pills to, oh, ta- yes. to have less soda. Oh, oh, that's right. Yep. And with the quick test cups, they trigger as a different oh, no. type of medication on those. Perbituates. Yep. And I was like... Uh, I've literally only had this, this, and this. And I, like, I yep, had the caffeine pills in my bag, and I showed her. And so they had to do another UA a couple days later. And um, that came back clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they had to wait for the results. And so it took, like, an extra week to get the Adderall sent in. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just takes so long. And then they're like, yeah, no, that medication you're supposed to be taking daily, we're going to interrupt that for a week. And uh, good luck with whatever happens yeah. now that you're out and going through withdrawals. Have fun. Yeah. Bye. And then nobody cares that you're going through withdrawals either. No, because that's when it's like a, it's not, they don't that's see dependency. They see They see addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the note you made? Not here? that you've been consistently kind of. taking this medication for five years. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, what was my note? No, no. I was looking at Jen's oh, but it's oh. for the next piece of the topic. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Move into the second half. Um, but I don't know. There, there are so many coping skills that can be really helpful, but I think it is important that you need to just keep reminding yourself it's not forever. Yeah. Let it um, happen. <laughs> and as long as you're safe, you're okay. Mm-hmm. But if it's something where it's like you're going to have really nasty withdrawals, you need somebody to be with you. Or I don't even know. Would you go to an urgent care at that point? You can. For like, certain If ones. you can tell them, hey, my doctor stopped this medication. I'm having adver- an adverse reaction to coming off of it. Yeah. Um, can you help me treat the symptoms? Mm. Yeah. Jen is really, really good at this. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, why I wanted her on. She knows all of the, like, in the Discord, they were talking about, like, the secret word that makes doctors get it. Yeah. You have Specifying the secret words. that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They know you're not trying to get them to give you the medication. Yeah. You're just trying to help Yeah. get them to help you. Right. <laughs> get through it. Yeah. Jeez. And Last, I know, like, oh, during back surgery, when we were waiting for that, I just... Um, we got sleep aids and stuff like that. Oh, just yeah. try and help you yeah. sleep through mm-hmm. it until we could get answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On yeah. who was going to. Because that one was, yeah, pain management and the surgeon were both like, oh, well, you have pain management. Pain management should deal with it. And the mm-hmm. pain management was like, well, this is a special surgery, so the surgeon needs to deal with it. And then nobody and then dealt nobody with it. Dealt. And they left him with his spine that had been opened and no medication. At all. Yeah, they opened up the, the actual spinal column. Yeah. It wasn't just like the bones. They got in there and they had to rip a, a tumor off my spinal cord. 
Yeah. It's pretty cool. So. Yell jingle jangle. And then they just. Uh, this is fine. What? Yeah. This is not fine in any sense of the word. Last thing before we go. Oh, yeah. Mental awareness. <laughs> Be aware that your brain is chemically imbalanced now. Yeah. And you're going to have the negative thoughts that yes. are intrusive. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's part of me getting ready for it is is mm-hmm. bracing for the oh no everybody hates me the world is horrible nothing's going right yeah. i don't deserve anything good that reminds me of and we wanted to mention this i saw a tiktok recently mm-hmm. about like somebody being really strange about gabapentin oh yeah and this will kind of go into our next segment also but the weird fear mongering that happens because they experience something adverse yeah is very strange and not helpful at all when you could be like i had this thing happen and i need help with it or i've learned that i'm not going to take that medication again but like and it could be something in the mixture as well like chris for example he can't take extended release pain medication because he's allergic to something that's in the extended release formula yeah so he has that kind of adverse reaction every time, but only with most of those medications. Right. Yeah. No, and it's just, it. I don't know. It just seems like the wrong way to go about helping people to be like, hey, guess what? Never take this medication. They said it had no side effects and it definitely had side effects. Well, and they're, and you're like, they're shouting into the void. What? The only every... people that are going to get that message and actually think about it are the people looking for that message. Or the people who are scared to start a medication. Some. Some would follow that. I'd say that I would listen more to someone who said, I've tried this medication, but this one worked instead because I kept trying. Right. Is more more valuable than just one person who said, I tried this one med and I'll never take medications ever again. Like, But I mean, not everybody is as cognizantly aware of... All of that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, for sure. They'll they'll see it and not think about like everybody will experience medications differently. They'll just yeah. think, oh, it's made for that. There's a lot of fear. Right. It's like, like it's so binary. It's does it work for everybody? No, then I don't want it. Yeah. It's the same with um, mental health medication. Yeah. Like people that don't want to try oh, yeah. antidepressants or anxiety or the, medication. Yeah. When they're like, oh, I tried this one, and you're like, okay, but there's none of them so many, mm-hmm. so many. And not everybody's going to have that same reaction that you had. Yeah. And that's important to know, too, so that you're not out there, like, shutting new kiddos down. It's just down. so annoying. Like, why make a video of a thing? <sighs> like, I get you have a, a strong feeling about it. Right. But... Well, and I'm sorry, if you felt like there were going to be no side effects, that's a conversation you needed to have with your doctor about, like, hey, you told me there were no side effects. Uh, that really threw me off. Mm-hmm. But you don't, like, hop on the internet and tell the whole world how gabapentin is made by the devil himself um simply to mess you up and it's a it's like yeah they're out to get you it's that opposite side of the coin of not thinking about it not Mm -hmm. being aware of right it's just it's just interesting to me and it's i don't know let people find help the way they can right encourage people to find help right not just get it and, and be done. Like, right. find the well, appropriate help. remember help. that, like, you're not the basis for that medication. Right. God, no. It's going to be different for uh, literally everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's important to know. Because some things that work for other people are not going to work for you. And if you try to force it to work, 
it's not going to have a good outcome. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. So we'll get more into um, some of that stuff after the break. Yeah, what is but after we break? Wanted oh, that's after right. the break is the price of feeling better. Oh yeah, yeah. What does it cost? Um, we do need to do our music react. Oh, it's time. Do you want to do that? React. Welcome everybody to a new segment called Music React. Music React. The music is going to react to us. Are you going to open it for you? Yeah, I'm just going to put it on here and then okay. blast it. What mood are you going to pick? Uh, I was just going to randomly pick the first one and then pick an opposite mood. Nice. Okay. So if you, this is the very first time we're doing this. We asked everybody in our Discord to put out some um, songs that they listen to in different moods. Uh, Music review. Okay. Nuke song. Like Crystal put for one of them, it's a workout playlist and it helps her Here, to get moving. You get to be the picker. Do you want me to pick? Yeah, go for it. I'm just gonna scroll randomly. Okay, this is ah! that was weird. Watch on YouTube all of the links, please. Here we go. Crystal put this one, and it is her morning song. So let's. So far, I like it. You ain't got no bottle. Let's just be honest. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. Oh, I like it. Let's just be honest. Oh, yeah. Let's just be real. Okay, pause there for quick reaction. So. Crystal says, this is my morning song. If I don't feel mentally there yet, it will have me dancing in my house in no time. Okay, I get which it. Which I think is excellent. And I like the message around it. It's The song is called um, Be Real by mm -hmm. Kid Ink. So we will continue. It's still like mellow enough to be a morning song, yeah. which I like. So it's like it's bouncy, but in this kind of like easygoing way. Oh, totally! Like it's a it's a smooth wake up. Yeah, not a... it's like <clears throat> you're gonna get moving, but nicely. Do you know who Judena is? Who who? Judena. I don't think so. He does music. It's very similar to this. At least oh, really? one of his albums from a couple years ago is a lot like this. Oh, cool. Okay, so I'm, I'm digging me. it. Sweet. I could totally wake up to this. Right? Like, easily. Like, I was just thinking that, like, it's just, it's smooth. I don't know. Okay, so... I'm a weirdo and I have to describe things <clears throat> in like texture Same. and how it feels. Yeah. Because uh, my brain is broken, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it's like, it's smooth, but it still has that like kind of rocking. Exactly. Like sway to it. That's mm -hmm. really nice. But it's also something that's not like super aggressive. So I can kind of tune in and out at the same time, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like this one. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. This is crystal, right? Yeah. Nice job, Crystal. I like this one. Let's see. If we'll finish it off here. Let's just be real. Yeah, let's just be honest. Let's just be real. Let's just be honest. We all know the deal. So let's just be honest. 
real quick, the first comment that I saw right here says, no, I did not find this on TikTok. I just have really good music taste. <laughs> Somebody's sensitive. Ah, uh, well, excellent. I've never heard it on TikTok. Me either. be good in like headphones mm-hmm. you get the bass in there oh my god yeah i was thinking that we're putting it on the speakers in here right that would be good speakers in here oh, i liked it yeah that was a good one that was a good one i enjoyed that a lot actually that's yeah i can imagine waking up to that yes rate it down so we don't forget it exactly from the one we did whoops yeah or make a mess make a mess uh you tell them where what we're going to do. so we're going to go outside. <laughs> this is the part where we invite you to do the same. You can go outside and enjoy life. It's allowed. If if even just for a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, my bones hit each other. Oh, yeah. no. Icky, gross. Um, Don't like so, it. So hydrate or dihydrate. Yep. Take a five-minute break from your chores if you can. If you need to, sit. It's okay to sit. Sitting is good. Yes. Catch your breath. Let mm-hmm. your heart rate come back down to a normal level. Mm-hmm. Remember, a little bit. things are out of your control. You can't yeah. control them. It's okay. And it's okay to like let go of those things when yeah. you can't control them. Like We don't have to carry it around and worry about it mm-hmm. every second of every day. If you have done what you need to do and you're waiting for the next piece of data, do that. Yeah. But don't put your life on pause to wait for it. Exactly. It'll come in due time. Mm-hmm. So, yes, have some water, have a snack. Because you are a snack. Exactly. Um, take your meds if you forgot. I think you already said that. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like, I'm just joining us again after writing stuff down. No, meds was not on the list yet. You're good. Aha. And then, yeah, go outside. See see the sun. I almost told you to touch grass again. <laughs> and join the Discord and yes. say hi. Yes. Um, and if you've liked it so far, go ahead and give it a like. Mm, yes. um, share and subscribe if you haven't already and we will see you in a moment bye hey guys did you know that fantastic pains now has a website on our website you can find our shop where we will be opening up for custom t-shirts and orders there you can also find access to our paypal winky wink you can buy us a coffee anytime we would love that you can also see some of our blog articles access to recent episodes and our tiktok and uh, get in contact with us. You can also find a link to our Discord, which is getting updated pretty soon to include new channels and some games. We would also like to thank our producer for setting up the website. Thank you for supporting us and enjoy the rest of the show. Indeed. Thank you. Welcome back. We're upset. Pokemon (laughs) have creature designs that are literally keychains and bells or food. (laughs) And not like the food that you get from a cow, like a cake. What? How's that a pocket monster, sir? Anyway. It's horrible. How was your break? That was... Argus? <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. We got some sunlight, and we hung out for a little bit, and we recalibrated. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I hope you took a little bit of a break. I took my meds. She I'm did. smart. Look at me go. I'm she so She even cool. ate a little bit? I did. Toast was good. That was a good idea. Mm-hmm. I need to get the makings for toast. 
because I forgot how much I like that. Same. Like Jen made toast for me the other night for the first yeah, time in like, months. Oh, I was like, I love toast. I forgot I love this. And and because we have European followers, yeah. Um, I have to let you know <laughs> that what we call jelly is actually jam. And we put jam on toast because we're weird. I apologize <laughs> if this offends you. Except for you, Zephy. I don't care what you think, Zephyrus. I'm going to eat my toast with jelly on it. Jam, technically. God. He needs a nap. He needs a nap. He I'm, needs a nap. I need to get oh going. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, what are we jumping into? Uh, the last half of our conversation, we're going to be talking about your arm in my Sorry. way, first of all. It was echoey. I had to fix it. Oh. I fixed it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, the price of feeling better. Yes. So, like, trading priorities changing priorities really mm -hmm. so that you can take care of yourself and still maintain yeah even when they both both options right when you have like rock and positives. hard place yeah but you've got to like <laughs> somehow figure out how to look after yourself within rock and hard place mm -hmm. um yeah it gets a little bit complicated so we talked a little bit about coping and some of the skills that we've used in the past but now this is this is the cost. This is the price of feeling better. So uh, I'm trying to think where to start. I want to read Ruth's suggestion on this because it gives us kind of a better outline. Right. Um, where did it go? Okay. So how do you trade off priorities in a zero sum game when it comes to your health? For example, I should quit working so I can so I could sleep more and take better care of my health. But I have... But I work to have good health insurance, which is also taking care of my health. Yeah. So you have these like trade offs where we're not going to like win, mm -hmm. unfortunately. That's just never going to happen because the world is not built for people who are ill. No. We still have to play by the rules of society. And so, how do we do that while looking after yourself the way that you should? Mm hmm. Which can be challenging in general because we're kind of all conditioned to believe that we shouldn't be looking after ourselves at all. No, that was, <laughs> that's the bad. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you. You're fine. Perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, I've I've made this decision. Like we're further along in, in the drama, Jen and I, mm -hmm. of the of the EDS cycle, you know? Yeah. Like we got to a point where if I kept working, I was going to destroy myself because I was working. And when I work, I don't just like take a part-time job i take something full-time and yeah. i go way crazy into it right like way deep into it <laughs> and overdo it and have a work ethic it's weird right oh. um but i got to a point where my body was falling apart like i couldn't raise my arms above my shoulders i couldn't walk mm -hmm. my back hurt all the time for no reason yeah. and it felt like a kidney was exploding all the time so she was like you need to stop working and take care of the kids and she like she argued with me on it like she yeah. wanted me to and i was like there's no way right mm. that's there's that's not happening and then like she she like kept at it <laughs> i mean this went on for like a month of her being like you should do it yeah it, it'd be fine i'm making good money blah 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 and then i finally came around to her her way of seeing things mm -hmm. um just because things were getting bad it's like you've seen yeah in a month you can go from bad to worse yes. real quick yes so I came back with a stipulation that if I'm going to do that, I need to be doing something proactive to make things better. Right. So I need to be figuring out what's wrong with me, especially for the kids. Yeah. I needed to know. And then, you know, exercising, doing therapies, doing 
uh, surgeries that were needed. Right. Like proactively taking care of myself. Yeah. And that was my stipulation. And she was like, okay, I can make that happen. And then we'll readdress, like reassess yeah. when we get to the next point. Right. So, I mean, it was easy for us because especially at the time, we had a place to live that was provided by her job. Yeah. She was making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't stressful. It was stressful when that job came after her. Yeah. And we had nowhere to live and then we had no money. But <laughs> I mean, we got through it. Yeah. Well, and I think like, again, things work themselves out. Yeah. Like the knot always comes undone somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a hard decision to make. And especially with like the economy, the way it is now and inflation being inflation and all of us being like, um, what just happened? Yeah. I'm making a little more money now because of a raise, but also I'm technically making like way less money. Yeah. Cause money's not worth very much. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's hard. And like Ruth was saying, like you should stop working so that you can handle all of your stuff. But then at the same time, like I own a house with my husband and I have responsibilities to contribute to that yep. household and to keep us floating financially yep. and to um, work inside of the household to maintain things. Well, one thing you don't think about either, mm-hmm. like when you do that, is you don't think how you're <laughs> going to feel about it. Like you lose all sense of self-worth. You're, you're suddenly the laziest person you know, yeah. the worst person you know, the piece, biggest piece of shit you know because you're not working. Yeah. You're not contributing anything. At least that's how you view it. Like I was right. raising the yeah, kids. The guilt. In retrospect, I can understand that I was actually taking care of the kids and yeah. maintaining a household. And you know what I mean? But like through it all, mm-hmm. I was just hypercritical of myself right. all the time because yeah. I felt like I lost something yeah. and that I wasn't contributing back in. Right. Right. Well, and that's the thing is the like feeling. And we have, we've all been there. If you're chronically ill in any way, you've had days where you felt like a burden. Mm-hmm. And then to not be contributing can amplify those feelings yeah. a lot. And that doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't make it true, no. especially because you guys, like in your case, you had a very specific agreement that made sense for all of it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, it's complicated when you're like, we have to do things differently. Like even right now, it's like, do I take a different job and make more money? Do I stay where I'm at and make less money, but where I feel a little more fulfilled in my career and like what I'm doing, even Mm -hmm. though it's emotionally exhausting and then it takes everything I've got and then I go home and I have nothing. (laughs) Do you have the same accommodations at the new place? Like, do you think they would still accommodate you the same way that your current school does? I don't know because they're not like written in accommodations. Right. And it's a bigger school too. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. So that'd be another thing to worry about. Yeah. Because I mean, like if they were like, we're not renewing you because you've been absent a mm-hmm. lot. Like, right. That would not be awesome. But I mean, hopefully, and the hope is always like that I have a restful summer and I come back and yeah. I'm okay. Because last year just, it literally destroyed me. The whole summer was chaos and heartache. And then it just continued. And I went through getting no rest the entire summer to diving back into work and trying to play catch up for mm. all the things oh, that yeah. I've missed. Oh, yeah. So in general, I think I'll be in a better place this next year. But also, like we were saying last episode, it's that feeling of things have never been this hard. Right. 
Like I've never had so much trouble getting through a work week before. The worst thought too that goes with that is that it's not the hardest it's going to get. No, and that's exactly it. And I was actually thinking about this earlier with like having to like quit smoking and all of that stuff, like better your health. For me, it's always been like, well, I wasn't really planning on being around long enough to see the consequences of my poor choices. Mm -hmm. But now I'm uh, starting to think I might live longer and that is scary and i don't uh, uh. do i have to actually do stuff so i don't have consequences later like isn't part of that too that maybe you you actually want to live longer no, no <laughs> on not some really. level i think i think you've had more self-worth and more more appreciation for yourself so you're yeah, less likely like, to i don't hate myself no, and i don't like I, you're in a better place is yeah what i'm saying like yes but at the same time, life is exhausting. Yes. And holy mother, yes, this thing is long. And um, I'm tired now. <laughs> Whenever we can get off the ride. No, we're going to get. Oh, okay. We're, we're going again. Yeah. Yeah. There's no exit. <laughs> wow. Uh, I can check out any time, but I can It's like never a carnival ride. Leave. Yeah. It goes on forever until it breaks down and fly, like flings you off. Yes, they just get yeeted from the earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like a black and white character, <laughs> just gone. Video game reference, not racism. <laughs> what? Wow! I had to make sure I got to cover the bases. <laughs> That's fantastic. But I don't know what other like trade-offs have we had to make. There's a lot of like trading time for recovery when it comes to surgeries. Yeah. There's a lot of like trading out autonomy and some sense of dignity. Not that we had like a whole lot going in. Right. And we're not like bothered when. Right. We, you know. It doesn't bother me. But at some point, like, and I know other people who are like, oh, I hate going and having being poked and prodded and whatever. But. Right. At a certain point when you're ill, you're like. You just get used to it. <laughs> it's fine. I, I would let you hit me with a bus if I thought it would help. Mm hmm exactly that's where i'm at i, well, I mean know. even in like daily life like i haven't been able to join people for the gaming stuff that right. i really want to do yeah but i'm choosing not to because i need to rest yeah that's the other interesting part is that like like i don't ever want to be stopped by my body but at the same time we do make some self-preservative choices mm -hmm. and even though it's not like i'm gonna preserve my joints by not doing the thing it's like i could do the thing but i'm also really tired and that's going to hurt later. And I'm sore and I would have to push through that. So yeah. I'm really not gonna. And it's like that, like being left out of things mm -hmm. where you're like, I want you to invite me, but I'm probably going to say no. Right. <laughs> but I know I'm probably going to say no. Only person. I'm also making the choice to say no. Only two people I know that do that. Mm -hmm. Kaylee and Austin. <laughs> they, they'll just continue, continually invite me yeah. until I'm dead. And even then, maybe they'll invite me like spirit wise. Right. Show up with like a Ouija board or something. <laughs> but it is it's a, like it's just a lot of trading out and sometimes it can feel like loss oh yeah that's that's the hardest one yeah is letting yourself and letting yourself take the loss right mm -hmm. like i need this i don't like it at all yeah but i need it so mm -hmm. i'm gonna do it and then coming to terms with the fact that that change needs to be made and yeah all the right. like repercussions that come with it yeah yeah no, and the self-preservative side is newer mm -hmm. to me because it was always just like, <laughs> burn it till it's over. I don't know. Yeah, that was my entire mentality <clears throat> until I had kids. 
you know? And yeah. then now it's like, oh, I don't want to. I have kids. I have to. I love them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I like shucks. That. I like these children. Yeah. Yeah. No, and for me, it's like the possibility of even having kids. Yeah. I don't know. And that, that in and of itself is going to be a trade-off. It's going to be trading a lot of... <laughs> gonna be a lot of pain it's gonna suck yeah because my pelvis is already a disaster one thing that i don't think we either of us think about or how people are going to interpret it hmm. like for me when i stopped working i assumed everyone interpreted it as me being lazy hmm. or being so ill that right. he can't do anything which is it's not yeah. like that but like oh he's bed bound well and, and all that comes from yourself it's all in your head yeah. like nobody's saying that but, you know, I'm interpreting things that way now. Right. Not now. At the time. Yeah. Like, oh, I, we can't hang out. Was like, oh, they hate me. <laughs> they think I'm a loser. Are they hanging out together? Obviously, they left me out for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> or just oh. assuming what our family thinks about us all the time. Yeah. And, like, my mom worrying about me. Yeah. You know, like. That's always the big one that sticks with me is, like, oh, people are going to worry mm -hmm. if I do whatever or if exactly. I say whatever. But then at the other side of that, I'm not willing to trade out my silence i'm right. like i'm not gonna go back to being quiet so people are just gonna have to think what they have to think yeah sorry but no you play that to like if you choose to have a child yeah people are gonna judge you based on that right they're gonna be like she made the decision to do it with her illness mm -hmm. you're like oh she could have given it to her kid that maybe. that maybe yeah like uh it's not like you're doing it on purpose but that, you know, that's, that's where you get into the creepy, like, like, let's cure everybody of all diseases and ailments. And like, oh, let's not euthanize the world, please. Right. <laughs> There's all these blind people in the world. Let's make it none. That is the worst advertisement I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. Oh, uh, so bad. But yeah, like the, I don't know. Everything's a trade off in yeah. the end, though. Yeah. Because if you want. Basically, what you're seeking is functionality, mm -hmm. right? So, like, pain relief is not even the end goal. Pain relief is, like, a step in there. Yeah. But when you are chronically ill, you're always reaching for function. Mm -hmm. Functionality, functionality, functionality. And in order to get there, you have to trade out certain things, like medications. Yep. With side effects. Or medications with bad reactions. Or trying six different medications because nothing is doing what you need it to do or stopping all your medications because one of them might have a problem you know like yeah everything yeah. even even like work mm -hmm. you're going to trade out maybe a job you hate but you can do versus one that you love that you can't yeah. keep up with right like right that's that's not a decision you want to have to make well and i was explaining to my husband too that like if i leave and go to a different job not only do i have to like relearn that environment I also have to train a whole new group of people yep. on my illness. And that is exhausting. Assuming that they react exhausting. well, too. I mean, you Well, and I'm like, hmm, it's a building full of non-neurodivergent people or masking oh, well people. neurodivergent people. People from the well. Yeah, the well people. Or people masking as well people. And I'm like, ah, uh, uh, it makes me very nervous. That's I need good. to be allowed to be a total freak. Is this is it, this might just be me? But does anyone notice that the people that get, get like most uncomfortable with you are the people who are well that are pretend or not well that are pretending to be well? Yes. Like you yeah. being yourself is like somehow it's it's a crack in their armor, right? Yeah. Oh, God, oh yeah. I hate that. 
Yep. You're like, we should be like on the same page. Nope. And they're like, no, absolutely nope. not. I'm perfectly fine. And yep. you're a piece of shit. Uh-huh. Or. Whoa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, that's. That's that's a more than me experience. Yeah. No, Good. I get that one. I also get the like people who are mildly infirmed get angry at us for being flippant and still doing whatever we want. <laughs> That's not going to change. That one is, yeah, people get mad. because They're like, you're being too flippant about your blah, 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 blah. Take you it must be faking. I'm oh, like, yeah. No, it just has to be funny or I will die. <laughs> Everything is hilarious, okay? I ended up on a part of TikTok a couple nights ago that was literally that saying. Was everything is funny or I die? Yeah. And it was just tons of people talking about it. Funny like, or die. That's it. Good. We're all on the same page, guys. That's, that's what we got. It's funny or it's the end. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. But side effects, that one kills me, is, like, when people mm. start a medication or try medication for the first time, and they have this expectation that it's going to make everything perfect and work perfectly instantly. Yeah. Whereas you're like, there's a six-week window yep. for you to adjust to that medication, and sometimes up to three months yeah. of adjusting to that medication, especially when it's, like, mental health-related medication. Um, and that can be really discouraging if you're trying something and it's not working and you're trying oh, something yeah. and it's not working and you're feeling like you're wasting those six weeks again and again, mm-hmm. or the first time you wasted those six weeks and now you're like, I will try nothing ever again. <laughs> it happens though. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's really explained well when, when you start taking anything that's like a prescription or medication, yeah. that, how different they can all react and how they all do the same thing. But like, it's never really explained to you that this could be bad for your body, but it's a cousin might be great for you. Right. You know, it's always like, try this. And if it doesn't work, kind of always left (laughs) to like a question mark. If it doesn't work. And then they walk out of the room and you're like, if it doesn't work, what do you mean? Okay. Well, they never say if it doesn't work, they say, let's see how this does. Yeah. And then what doc, (laughs) do you kill me if I don't pass? Like, what, what's going on? You had an allergic reaction. We're going to have to put you out. Looks like you're allergic to everything, Timmy. Get in the bubble. Get in the bubble. Yeah. Respect the drip, Karen. See, and it, gabapentin is always the one that is just so strange to me. Where people are like, oh, I lost sensation because of it. Or I had seizures because of it. No, you didn't, actually, because gabapentin is an anti-seizure medication. Right. So, unrelated, friend. But then also this like, oh, it made me so tired. I couldn't function. And you're like, most medication, like drowsiness is in the list of side effects. Why are you mad at the medication for doing what it does? I don't understand. Tangent. Here's the thing I don't get. Whenever I'm prescribed something, I know you do the same thing. Whenever you're prescribed something new, Mm -hmm. you look it up. Yes. And you look up all the fucking symptoms and all of the like what ifs. Yes. And then you you check it out and like bounce it against what you have to yeah. see if there are any, any interactions. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Does people not do this? Because it's kind of important. No. <laughs> Especially for me. I almost always have a severe reaction to something. Yes. So I need you to don't know do well what they are. With medication. You and Bug, actually. Bug, yeah, no. I don't think, does well with a lot of medication. No, it took me like years to balance with where I'm at yeah. now. And now I have like the perfect balance mm-hmm. that's never in balance because it's always missing one now. Right. Well, and I have the like weird opposite problem where we add a medication and I just feel like it's not doing anything yeah. at all. 
<laughs> no. And then I have to be like, okay, was the frequency like this before? I was say, the, the was only the, time like intensity like this before? The only time I've seen you take a med and it do anything was when you like stop taking it and then something returns. Yeah. But it's never the symptom you're taking it for. Yeah. Right. Like you'll 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 stop taking one thing and then tremors come back. Be like, I'm mm -hmm. taking this for tremors. But OK, so you go back on right. the other one. And like, it makes no sense. Yep. You're just confused. Yeah. Your body My body literally it just like piles the drugs in and it's like. Like no, Dr. Mario. We're going to not do anything with this at <laughs> all. Shove them all down there in a line. <laughs> it's just hoarding them. Yeah. Building a wall in my stomach. <laughs> so weird. Where's... But yeah, like I baseline really fast. Mm -hmm. And so usually I don't have a problem with medication. Um, sometimes there's like that weird trial period where yeah. you're like, oh, maybe I need to take it like this or mm -hmm. at this time exactly. or with this amount of food. Or I need to drink a full glass of water with blah, 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 yeah. blah. So, but it, life is a trade-off. Like, when you are ill, it's going to cost you to get to that functional place. Right. Okay, so now, well, now that we've gotten there, we didn't really put this on here, but we need to address. Hmm. How do you make that decision? Like, because it's more than just weighing your options, right? Because mm. you have to balance more than just like, hey, I'm not going to work anymore versus I'm going to work, right? It's, yeah, there's not going to be as much money. Right, I'm factors. not going to feel feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to look down on me. <laughs> but at least I can sleep more. Right. And that's, it, it's more than just sleeping, but resting and seeing doctors. But, right. you know, like, well, it's, it, it's hard. It's more than just once you have the information, it answers itself. Yeah. Because there's so many different but, aspects yes. to this. Like. Well, and we tend to devalue our own comfort. Right. And so oh, yeah. that is really difficult. How how do you put priority into your own comfort and like safety and mm -hmm. well-being? When you're used to hiding it anyways, exactly. right? Like you've masked to get here and when, now you're like... Yeah. Mm. When society only values us for our work and our output and our like hours that... That's those people online who are like Psh, a 40 hour work week. I remember when I was in high school <laughs> and you're like working 80 hours is not a flex. I'm so sorry that you're doing that to yourself. Life of podcast Jen what? spent a year working 80 hour weeks oh. every week. And it wasn't at one place. It was at places all over Nebraska and Colorado and <laughs> the mountains. And driving all over the place constantly. And, and then being away from her very young family a lot. Yeah. Uh, me and Sophie. Roy wasn't in the picture yet, but yeah. it was me and one year old Sophie. Mm -hmm. Just me and her by ourselves. Yep. That was that was a time. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah. Now, there's a lot to like that checks and balances right. a ton because there's consequences you intend and then there's consequences that you don't intend and then there's like surprise here's this really random consequence <laughs> or like twist of events that makes one thing seem more viable all of a sudden yeah. you know like I hate that I'll make a decision I'll be gung like gung-ho set on yeah. it about to act into action and then something else happens and you're like oh I need to account for this information before we do anything. Yeah, else. now this is a whole uh -oh. other, a whole other deal. Yeah, no, I get that. It's it's just tough because like we, me and you both do the thing where it's like once you have all the information, the decision yeah. makes itself. Right. But there's so much nuance. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there is because like if you go the route of not working, then you're on one income. But if you're on one income, you could have Medicaid, but. Doctors are going to look down on you because you have Medicaid. I can attest. 
medications are going to be difficult because you have Medicaid. Also true. <laughs> so while you have time to like work on yourself and go to therapy and do all these things, it's also this like total crazy balancing act everywhere because that is what life is, unfortunately. I feel so seen right now. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> I It just feels good to be acknowledged. Well, there you go. <laughs> that there's so much more to it than just, yeah. mm, now I'm going to go to the doctor once a month. No, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. And it was made, this like decision wasn't made on a on a whim. No. Jen and I put effort into it. Mm -hmm. You've you've been thinking about the same kind of things. Like right. how are you going to move forward? Like what yeah. steps can you take to keep working? Mm -hmm. Where where does that happen? Yeah. Well, and for me it's a matter of like how much longer can I keep working where it's gonna still be safe mm -hmm. for me? Because part of the thing is like I, my mental health is at its worst when I'm tired. So <laughs> yes. the further exhausted, the further like north of exhausted we go, the worse off my mental health is and mm -hmm. my stability is and my will to live is. <laughs> so how much longer is it going to be something that is viable and makes sense and is not going to put me in danger? Right. Because I'm working 40 hours a week and then coming home and turning into a puddle because I can't handle the rest of life outside mm -hmm. of those 40 hours. Right. But then at work, it's this game of like, I have to be on it every second of every day, but they are not seeing the cost. Yeah. And so I have the cost. Is that by design? Like, do you hide the cost? I don't think so. It's just that they don't have a chance to see it because yeah. you are always on the go and right. it's more Well, invisible. and then I go home. Right. Because when I'm feeling my worst, I just want to go home. That's true. That's where I'm at. Is or, like, or you'll take long I lunches feel... where you're like you go to the car and you have to ball your eyes out and then yeah. come back. Yeah. Like, like I, get I it. will be back. Or a lot of my days, and th this was a trade-off I made a long time ago. Instead of taking sick days, I take sick hours. Yeah. Where I will wake up and I'm like, no. No. But this we is not happening. That. Yeah. And so I'll text my boss and be like, I will be in as soon as I can. Not doing good. But that's usually as far as that goes. I'm not like, my everything is on fire mm. and I would like to die now, please. No. It's like, I am in rough shape. I will be in when I can. That's that's the trust, though. That's like you've earned that. Yes. And that you're not abusing <clears throat> it. They don't need to know, like, everything that happened. Right. They just need to and know something happened. They don't care and then, to know, like, to be yeah. honest. I was going to say, yeah, they don't ask yeah. you how you're doing because they yeah. care to know what's going on. No. no. <laughs> I do. What? I ask him like what's going on and oh, I expect yeah. like an answer like I fell down the stairs a fox <laughs> stole my shoe these are things I expect to hear from you but not oh I'm fine <laughs> I never tell you I'm fine though I know thank god we, we know the better. day you say that to me is the day that I freak out like oh my god she's dying <laughs> I'm a hundred percent fine cracks and turns into a hundred thousand tiny butterflies stay in your lane Stay in your lane. That's all I'm saying. I get to burst, burst into butterflies. I'll burst into fire. Okay. That's fair. And then the fire will become fire ants. And they will disperse throughout the lands. Spreading word of Karina to all four Killing corners of the land. Killing my enemies with tiny bites. T tiny little bites. Tiny little spicy bites. Spicy bites. <laughs> I love that. Fire ants. I want to get bites. fire ant form so I can have spicy bites. <laughs> they love me. Look, they give me spicy bites. 
I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, I love spicy bites. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's a complicated decision to make. It's one and you I shouldn't think, do on a loan either. Yes, that's a big one. And I think I was going to say that I think these are there are decisions that can be made by degrees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that can be true of medication mm-hmm. and like mental health help. Because there are a lot of people who are like, I am not going to therapy. And you're like, what if you sat down with a psychiatrist first? Yeah. That way you could talk a little bit and then do the medication side. Mm-hmm. And then once you're stable on medication, you can then reapproach you can therapy, the yeah. other part. You yeah. might be more willing. Right. We don't have to do everything all at no, once. No, no. It's not like I sat down and did everything. Right. No, I, I, I did. Yeah. I broke it down into small projects. Yeah. Everything becomes like by degrees. So for me, it'll probably be like one year. I just can't make it through a week. And so we go down to a four day week and I work like that until I can't. And then either we go down to a three day week or we go down to like me picking up substitute jobs. Or, or you uh, you can find other ways to rebalance it. Right. Like, it doesn't yeah. always have to be the linear, like, losing a weekday. Yeah. What's so interesting to me is that, like, it's still true with the weather, those fatigue days. Because mm-hmm. Wednesday was definitely a fatigue day. Couldn't function. Didn't get up. I just slept. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't remember where I was going with this. Oh, even, like, this week since I've been off. I will do stuff during the like late morning, early afternoon part. Mm -hmm. And then I come home and do whatever, whatever and help cook and clean. And then 5 p.m. rolls around and I'm not completely burned out. Right. Which is a weird sensation because when I'm working, I get home around 5 p.m. I stuff food into my body and then I collapse and I can do nothing for the rest of the day. Yeah. So, like, there is a way to balance it where it makes more sense. Yeah. But it's going to take some tuning. Yeah, exactly. Tuning is a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how you should approach everything. Yeah. If you if you don't want to do it like a giant grand gesture. Right. I'm Karina and I'm 30 years old and I'm going to not work all of a sudden. And I didn't tell my husband. (laughs) Yeah. And it sucks to be him because I already quit my job. And uh... yeah. For context, I had to be talked into it a, a lot. I was not cool with it. Because it's a heavy decision. And it's a heavy decision to make when you're not, you don't even know what, you didn't know what was wrong with you. Mm-mm. Which I'm sure made it that much worse. Oh, yeah. Because me making this decision in the future, while it would be difficult, I know that I have you know like that justification behind right. it there are, there are boundaries that you can understand yeah for me it was like, like oh i get it i have eds I'm and you were like i have no clue what the <laughs> hell is wrong with me i can't function like a normal person and i don't know why and i feel horrible about it mm-hmm. so <laughs> and i'm sorry you had to go through that that's it was fun scary oh my god in retrospect it was terrifying yeah i mean like i like when i got locked up when i got put away I had that moment of clarity of, oh, no, I don't care anymore. I've reached the I'm going to just do it. And yeah. there's no feeling attached to it. Right. You Like snipping away all of the yeah. ties to everything. Yeah. I know what that's like because I've watched people do it. <clears throat> it's yeah. a scary thing to watch people like sever things they care about <laughs> and just like totally detach. And you're yeah. like, oh, no, where are you going? Yep, yep. Stop. 
but <laughs> so what did we learn we learned to do things by degree mm -hmm. we learned to think about our decisions without stressing over our decisions we should add i was thinking this if since not everyone has a significant other yeah talk to like a close friend right someone you trust mm -hmm. or family member and talk it out yeah. like go through what ifs yes and see see what makes sense and maybe yeah. they have ideas that you don't have on how to make your situation easier or right right or like make if you're going to face a decision and you know you're going to face it mm -hmm. prepare yourself early yeah because for me i know that like there will come a time where i can't work yeah no you're amenable to yeah. whatever happens i'm not going to be able to do it forever i am pushing my very hardest now mm -hmm. to do it and that is scary and it sucks but i'm aware of and prepared for when things progress i saw a TikTok the other day of a woman talking about um it wasn't even very long she wasn't talking they were talking about how like eds is progressive mm -hmm. and people don't think it is and doctors don't think it is i know but it's you're so like, inclusive bro it's <laughs> go on it's so progressive <laughs> <laughs> he's a monster <laughs> that was awful <laughs> He's making really bad puns today. They're great. I'm laughing every time and it's the worst. Monster. But EDS does progress. Mm -hmm. And I, this is what bothers me about people being like, oh, well, you're over 30, so you'll get less flexible and it won't be a problem anymore. And I'm like, I don't think that's the case, There's friend. not a magic switch that turns on when you're 30 that right. stops you from stretching. Right. Especially since I've already stretched everything out. Mm -hmm. Is it going to get shrunk? Like, what are what are you doing? Right. No. 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 Stop it. Get some help. It does progress. It sucks. Like, every year is different. You lose stuff along the way. Mm. Yeah. But everything's a trade-off, I think. Yeah. It and should so be. There, there is a price, and it's up to you to decide whether it's worth paying or if there are other options. Yeah. Because sometimes you're going to be cornered, and it's going to be a, a really awful, bad, terrible option, but it's the only option. Yeah, it gets forced upon you at that point. And you're not going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's one thing. Yeah. We, yeah. I was just going to say. This is like a final note, yeah. Yeah. And it's not permanent. Mm-hmm. When those decisions come around and you get cornered into something, it's not forever. Right. And you can do things to build back options for yourself. Mm-hmm. So. Situations change. Yeah. Your situation's going to be changing. Yeah. Don't give up because everything evolves and it's not the same as it is right now. Fact. I couldn't walk like three years ago. Yeah. Now I can walk just fine. I just don't feel it. Yeah. My feelers don't work so great. Right. I'm losing feeling in my hands and my feet. So I don't cool. feel anything in my soul. I also can't find my bladder half the time. Yeah. Like I like you just you sit and you're like, I don't I can't find it. I don't remember how this works. Help. As you do. Yeah. <laughs> cool stuff. You're welcome. Hopefully that was helpful, though. Yes. Um, in our exit, what are we going to do? Oh, yeah. We have one more song. We're going to do. Our second music review. Yes. This is going to be one that we have yeah. for you guys to listen to. So if you guys um, feel 
the need. You can put on Guardian by Etherrealm. This is what it, what was the mood we picked for this? Uh hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, hopeful. Yeah. Kind of hopeful and what was the first word you you used? Um I liked that. Hmm. Remembering. I can't remember. Me neither. Oh, it was it inspiring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this song is both. So give it a listen when you get the chance. And we'll tell you our reactions along the way. And feel free to pause it at any time. Wait, pause it. Oh. Let's do it this way so we get better audio. I know this song. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's a very good one. It's a very good one. We'll put it there. When the road is long and the night has come, I will stay with you. Pause it there. Impressions. So. Uh, oh, I know you know it. I know like, it. Yeah, I like what it. What stands out to you? Does does it does it give you buzzy feels as you go through it? Because this one for me is like one of the ones that I never ever skip because right, you it always just get something out of it directly to my brain. Right. No, I get it. I yeah, uh... a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. You could comment more because I know this song too well. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I mean, like. <clears throat> trying to describe it. it reminds me of other songs that do the same thing yeah like just the tone of it right i, I really blah, 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 blah. i appreciate this song a lot because um it was written because the band member it was something that he needed to hear oh yeah and so he wrote it for himself mm -hmm. and then for others to hear because he was like i needed someone to tell me these things yeah and so i went and i made this the song to Tell me these this things. is one of those songs that as like a perfectly not a, a like bipolar person at the moment what? <laughs> like I, i'm i'm even oh if this i heard this when i was upset it would just destroy me oh i know I, you just sob yeah repeat that's that's the, so i'm listening to him like yeah 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 mm -hmm. i could die right now uh -huh. <laughs> all the feels you just cry the whole time it's mm -hmm. great yeah that's a, this is my like crying in the car song mm. So nobody said this to him. He needed to hear it. He needed to hear it. But no one's ever said it to him. I guess not. That's rough. And he was like, I... I'm going to write this for my own self because my psyche needs it. <laughs> no shit. Well, imagine knowing that you need to hear it. Like yeah. that's that's a weird. That's a weird. That's an us level of like awareness. Yeah. And that's that lonely that loneliness that we talk about sometimes where you're like I am so aware and like in tune with other people's emotions and mm -hmm. nobody is that way for me. Right. So, yeah, no I imagine it's that kind of frustration.
sounds like such an anime music video song. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like in all the right ways. Like yeah. it's not a negative, but like I could I'm I could edit this right now. I could go and find like three shows and edit them together and this would just be perfect. There you go. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like that the like I don't know, it builds the right way. Yeah. And then as it starts to end, it'll drop off mm-hmm. the right way, like just instrument on top of and it's just well constructed. Yeah, it doesn't have like those like, hard jumps. Yeah, it's got this really nice body to it, which I really like. It's a full bodied song. Well, and then when you're like Got crying and singing honey? it in the car, you just sing it at the top of your lungs by this point. It's great. Yeah. So far, so good. Boaha. I love it because it sounds like by the end you're like sounds like it was playing in a music box almost. Yeah, yeah. So it has this really weird kind of uh melancholy I don't know when you when it's familiar but it's not. Right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's my like get the emotions out of me and sing it hard song so give that a listen if you um feel the need it's a really i good rated one. three chili peppers out of a peanut butter that's a pretty good rating <laughs> i'll have you know out of a peanut butter is this on like how many ding, ding, ding. you can fit into a peanut butter jar <laughs> how big is the don't, jar don't just don't try and understand the rubric understand oh. that it is there and that you scored pretty well Okay. I mean, you're no golden finch in like anything, but three peppers in a in a peanut butter. That's pretty respectable. All right, I'll take it. I will take my uh score now. Three chili peppers. Hey, pep- oh. buddy. <laughs> That's it. This is over. She's quitting. I've had enough. She doesn't get paid doesn't get peanut butter and or peppers <laughs> no pepper no peanut butter and i just shared my heart song with i love you. that song though i do love that song a lot like there's there are very few songs that make my brain just so happy not in a happy necessarily but no no it hits the the spots yeah it just engages your brain. My brain yeah it's great there are a few songs that do that and it's nice to have one for when you're like, I am going to feel my emotions now. Yeah. Instead of like, I'm going to feel better. Dude. I will make me feel better. No, this is like. I have so many of those. I know. <laughs> it's because we're, we're the same way. We're like, how do we feel this in a productive-ish way? Yeah. Because I have to feel it or I'm going to explode. And usually that means I'm going to be mean to somebody that I didn't mean to be mean to. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Checks so out. All right. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Feel the need? I mean, unless they want to keep going. All right. Well, if you want to keep going, we'll just, um, we'll watch. How about I sit on the couch and I watch you next time? All right. We're going to be gone. Uh, Yeah, it's time. It's time for us to go away now. Yes, I'm in pain. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on this lovely adventure. Um, check out those songs. Give them a listen. Tell us what you think in the comments. Mm-hmm. Um, like, share, subscribe. 
And as always, be kind to you, be kind to others, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. So dramatic. So tired. Also have to pee. So pain. Also need to die. No death. Et. Diet. Lose weight. Healthy. (laughs) Cracker. Cracker. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Here's your outro. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.